This really weird podcast contains adult language, mature situations, strong, masculine, muscular, presidents for life, magical creatures of various sizes that can be ridden upon, fantasy world stereotypes, references to great manga by Baba Yushishi, and truly weird scenarios for Izakai. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 320, In Soviet Prussia, President Ride Dragon. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. It's your host, Zans, and konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful podcast. Hope you guys are doing great. We have returned from Anime Next and had a pretty awesome time. A lot of stuff happened at the convention. There was some really cool stuff. Some really weird stuff and just some things that were a little out there, we'll say. I think the most unique thing that was there was definitely our interview with, uh, besides Studio Mappa, which was a blast. We had a interview that was with uh, Kihara-san. The, um, he worked on Studio Ghibli. He's actually the inspiration for the Cat Bus. It was supposed to be a 15-minute interview to turn into a 45-minute interview that only was stopped because there was a fire alarm. It was amazing. I can't wait to release this review. I'm just waiting on a couple things from the con itself. Then we're going to release it, and it'll be a blast. I'm actually releasing transcriptions of both of the interviews so you can read it. Also, we're doing a written review for the con. Something a little different because... Some people said we should be adding some write-ups as well. So we're going to be doing a written review and a podcast. So that should be fun. Uh, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connected enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode, depending on the show you're listening to, we talk about the subject at hand. This is a manga review, so we talk about mangas, the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the characters are, the design work the general feeling you get from reading the manga, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything I might co-say, but we try to be educational, entertaining, enlightening, and most importantly, explanatory. I know it's weird, but whatever. Uh, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com, where we have all of our podcasts for the last 11 years. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and many other social media sites. Just type in Spirekin, that's S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N, and you can find us guaranteed. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email us personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or at Spirekin at gmail.com. Now that we've got that housekeeping out of the way, let's talk about some other stuff, shall we? Yes. We've got a lot that's going on. It is the month of June. We've got some really cool movies coming out soon. I can't wait to do the reviews for them. We've got some really fun podcasts that are in the pipe for some of the other really cool events. And one thing I'm really excited to talk about is just I'm really excited to get the some more episodes of the Tales From series. Uh, we have some new ones, including uh, Tales From the Takeout, Foo Masters, Takeout. So we talked about this earlier, but we have a bunch of podcasts that are coming out. So I'm really excited to, to release those once they're done being edited. And I um, hope you guys are doing good. I've been kind of psyched. I've been still, this weekend pumped me up. It gave me purpose again. It was cool to see everybody at the convention. I really appreciate it. We posted all of our, the mangas we talked about in the website. 
and you could check them out. And I'm just, I was really happy that so many people were interested. Like after our horror panel, we had four people we just talked to for like 20 minutes, and it was a lot of fun. It just was cool to see people who were interested in, in enlightening them. And all the panels went really well. I do think I need to fix the May I See the Wine list a little bit, but all of them worked really well. The Insane Manga Challenge was a blast as usual. The modern recommendations for grown-ups, a lot of people had some great um, reactions to it, and they did enjoy it. A lot of people enjoyed what we were talking about, and that's what is important to me because I love doing this. I love going to conventions, and I love just enlightening people about the different things that we talk about at these cons and just in general spreading the knowledge of manga because actually that's something that Kihara Sano us we talked about is that a lot of the stuff from the past is being forgotten and they think that nothing modern is good because of forgetting the old steps so I feel like almost a caretaker of the past bringing it to the present not to say that I'm shitting on all the new stuff that's coming out, because there's a lot of really good stuff that is out, but there's so much more stuff that was more impactful and people feel was better written in the past. But I digress, I'm sounding like an old man, so let's get on with it, shall we? To the part that a lot of people have been enjoying, the quote-unquote new segment that's important, the release schedule for this week. We speak about everything that was released on Tuesday the 11th, 2019, and we've got a pretty diverse list this time because one of them i'm actually really intrigued because i have no idea what the fuck it's about and what is that uh well we got a uh, dragon quest monsters plus volume three coming out the evangelion illustrations 2007 to 2017 that actually was really cool looking you have the flying witch volume seven there's i married my best friend to shut my parents up that i'm intrigued by because i wonder what the fuck is that about is it an arranged marriage or is it something else i don't know you have Comey Can't Communicate, Volume 1. Uh, Magi, The Labyrinth of Magic, Volume 36, which I'm surprised it's still coming out. Uh, Magic of Swordsman and Summoner, Volume 11. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Kana's Daily Life, Volume 5. Missions of Love, Volume 17. Norigami, Stray God, Volume 20. You have the Jellyfish box set for Princess Jellyfish. You have Skeleton Knight in Another World, the Light Novel, Volume 1. Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle, Volume 7. Splatoon, Volume 6. I'm surprised it got six volumes for Splatoon because that game is kind of just shoot things and that's it. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Volume 10. This is Manga, The Art of Naoki Urasawa being released in London. You have To Love Ru, Volume 13 and 14, the mangas. And then finally for this week, we have Worlds and Harem, Volume 5. So we've got a nice, lovely little mix of stuff that came out this week. And I'm excited to see which of those will come on the Wheel of Manga. Actually, two of them are on the list for today. We're talking about Comey Can't Communicate is on the Wheel of Manga this week. And, surprisingly, Noragami Stray God is on the Wheel. But we'll see if they come up. So, let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for. And that's the actual review of this episode. If you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Baba Yasushi. That name may sound a little familiar. That's because we reviewed one of his, or her, their greatest mangas ever in episode 302. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Golosseum. Yes, this is a spin-off to Golosseum in a very weird way. Well, it's kind of more like an imagination of one of the characters, but I digress. Uh, this was published by Kodansha. It has not been released in the United States yet, I'm guessing that it might be released after Golseam is finished, but we'll have to wait and see. 
It's a shonen action adventure drama Isekai fantasy series that originally came out in 2018, still coming out now. There's two volumes, and the title of this manga is The Ride on King. Yes, The Ride on King. This is the story of Alexander Purchinov, or as we know him in the American version of Coliseum, Vladimir Putinovsky. Yes, the fictionalized version of a certain political figure from a certain nation in Asia that may or may not be pretty awesome or horrific, depending on how you look at it. I mean, person's backstory is kind of... Well, anyway, this fictionalized version of this individual, Alexander Purchinovsky is the... President for life in the Great Persia Empire. Prussia, sorry. Prussia Empire. And it's a country that's ruled by violence and its government influence. And the thing is that Alexander Pershinov, our main character, is obsessed with riding things. I mean, yes, he rules the country. And he's actually riding the country to success. Which is really weird to think about it, but that's how he thinks about it. And he also rides things from machinery to animals, everything. Like, his favorite thing is he has a tiger named Sasha that he rides to and from his presidential palace to the government. So he's riding down the street on a giant tiger. But that's not all. He is also super buff. Like, he is super karate master fighter guy. Like, in Coliseum, he is a great martial artist, studies everything, and he loves animals and little kids. Like, he defends them. It's really a weird fictionalized version of this character that's strange. But our story starts off that after it's talking about how much he loves riding things, and he belates that he's ridden everything in the world, even though that he tells his subordinates that he'd love to one day ride a rock, you know, why are we spending so much money on missiles? We should make man-powered rockets to go into space. And his subordinate thinks that he means let's make some, some more nuclear missiles to shoot at the Earth. He actually means let's make a type of rocket that a man could fly and ride in. So it's almost like a cowboy spaceship. Very strange and weird. Like um, the one DC villain, like uh, Roxy Rocket. Uh, she was in Batman the Animated Series. Girl wore like a flying rocket car thing. Almost like a motorbike. But that's what he kind of wants. They don't believe him. So he's leaving on Sasha. And he sees someone driving maniacally. It's someone who hates him. It is a, a protester. Who, since this country weapons are outlawed, he's going to kill this guy with a car. He's going to ram a truck in him and kill him. Then will that stop Alexander Perchinov? No. He stands up and he does some karate martial arts moves. And he proceeds to flip the truck over using his foot to smash into the ground and lift up a pylon and the whole hilarity of insane, strong stupidity. Anyway, he ends up destroying the car, tells him, if you want to be a true patriot learn to your strength and then come at me don't use machinery come at me like a man but as he says this he's standing underneath a giant statue of himself and as he's kind of chastising this guy and realizing that he's invincible and indestructible and how he's kind of bored with life a giant crack appears in the statue and the head falls off and lands right on his head and hits him directly in the head Closes his eyes. Apparently, the news is talking about how he was injured in a horrible accident. Is he going to live? Is he going to die? They don't know what's going to happen. Everyone's worried because he's the president for life. And if the president for life dies, then things will get weird. However, he wakes up in a cave. With just the, the giant statue head behind him. He's confused. He's also without his shirt, which is really just how he rolls. He rolls without his shirt. 
He has his suit there. He walks out of the cave, sees a door, opens it up, and he sees two girls fighting a what he thinks is a fake dragon, actually, to Wyvern. And he's confused. He thinks that, what is this? Is this a movie they're shooting? And then he thinks, oh no, it's another assassination attempt. They're trying to use this CG mechanical creature to destroy me. He, and these two girls are like, what the hell is this guy doing? This, we're fighting a wyvern. What are we going to do? Because they're actually in a fancy world. One of them is named Saki, and she's an adventurer from Gorge. She's a magical swordswoman. And then there's Bella Sissia. She is a magical girl who is a sorceress and an alchemist, and she's using her magical powers to fight this dragon. And it's this wyvern, it's not working so well. And meanwhile, Pershinov sees this dragon and thinks it's a mechanical machine and attacks it, fights it, and then suddenly, as he's fighting, he jumps on top of it to, to destroy this robot. And he realizes, this is a living, breathing creature. And he likes it. He likes riding it. And he ends up falling off. He's like, wait, no, don't leave me. I want to ride you some more. And he's introduced to these two girls. They think, who is this weird, angry, scary-looking man? Were you a weird monk or something? Were you a demon? Did we summon you? Because there's a weird statue that looks like your face. What's going on? And he just says, I'm just a president. So he ends up hooking up with these two girls, and they're going to help teach him the ropes. And he's going to listen to them and follow their ways. He's been gifted the ability of the divine intervention, which allows him to read and speak the language. Everything he writes turns into the local language, and he ends up joining up the group, joins a guild... And you think it's going to be all about him joining a guild and hilarity ensuing like most Zekai series? No. His goal is to ride everything possible. The first thing is there's these things called pochis. He sees one. He's like, what are these things? They're so cute and adorable. Essentially, imagine a chocobo. Except the chocobo is not yellow and it's not as fluffy. These are these pochi things. And the one that he meets, they say, oh, that's a bochi. That's a lone one. Except this bochi likes Perchinov. And becomes his... Like, second in command, his buddy actually mimics him, learns karate. Really weird. And so he's riding this bird, and that's his favorite thing. It's his favorite thing to ride for right now. He ends up going into this town where they're learning. They sign him up. They put him down as a martial artist. So in most Izakai adventure terms, he's a martial artist who's super strong. Even though he has magic abilities and he has all his other chi abilities, blah, 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 blah. As he walk around, he sees... This girl come in. This rich, bitchy girl walks into town or rides into town on top of something that he's like, oh my god, what is that? It looks so beautiful. I would love to ride it. The girl is riding on a centaur, which if you know most things, centaurs do not like being ridden on. Apparently this centaur has a control collar on, which makes her be able to control him. And actually the whole thing happens. He ends up saving the centaur and a bunch of kid centaurs. And now the government wants him. Him and the girls leave the city looking for stuff. And it's an adventure of him going around trying to ride everything possible. And we do mean everything. He tries riding an orc. He tries riding a, a bear. He tries riding, uh, what the hell is it called, uh, besides a wyvern. He rides a dead dragon. He becomes the king of the beast kings. It's just a series which is just fucking absurd. Let's be honest. It's just a story of a guy who's a weirdo who likes riding dangerous beasts. That's what it is. And uh, I don't know. It's it's weird because it's the Galicium absurdity and violence, which is really cool. But the fact is that you're rooting for someone who I find to be despicable and horrific. 
I mean, they make him, it's like a fluff piece almost, though, because they say he's a good guy, and that he, he defends children, and he defends people, and it's like, this is like if you made a superhero comic about Castro. It, I don't understand why. I really don't. Like, Bobby Yasushi's other series, Golosseum, makes sense, because Japan's the main, the, the good guys, and Putinov is the bad guy, or Perchinov is the bad guy. He's the villain of the piece, even though he's charismatic, and he, you know, they make him a charismatic villain where he's the hero in his own story, and that makes sense. But this is let's make the hero of his own story into an Isekai series, and the Isekai series is ridiculous. So I, I just, I don't fucking know. I mean, the artwork is excellent. The concept makes sense, and it's not like crazy it's like okay this is about a weirdo who likes riding dangerous beasts and that's his whole shtick and he's indestructible so it's like one punch man except instead of one punch man punching things it's just he does german suplexes and he wants to ride stuff that's kind of cool but i find the the character being character reprehensible i'm 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 kind of stuck i don't know where to put this i i i part of me was like wants to abdicate this say i am going to just uh to stay out of this and, and withheld my review of it, but I know that's not how I roll. So I'm going to give this a rating. I'm going to have to give this a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. Now some of you are like, what? Why is this, unforget this forgettable? Because it's about essentially Putin off riding animals in an Isekai series. And that's the problem. It's not that just that it's about uh, a dictator who's the hero of the story. That's not the only reason why I'm giving a low rate, a medium rating. But it's another Isekai story, and I'm kind of getting sick of Isekai stories. Some are really fun, some are really cool, but this one I'm I'm getting really fucking sick of it. I really am starting to get kind of like this is starting to burn out, and this is where it gets ridiculous because it's you had a really solid story with Coliseum, and then this is just uh, this is just. This is a doujinshi that they turned into a real thing, I think. I think that's the story behind it. That it was a doujinshi. That's the only way it, it makes sense to me. The art style is great, and the concept is... It, it could work, but I just I can't condone it. Now, if you disagree with me, you can email me, zanspyrican.com, or spyrican at gmail.com, or even direct message me at spyrican on Twitter, let me know if you dis why you disagree with me on this. What am I missing on this? Is it just a little thing or is it something big? The art style in and just the basic overall concept besides the Isekai aspect and the main character are what I find intriguing. That's why it gets a bump up so high. Also, they do something different with centaurs because children centaurs, they don't make them like just their horses. It's No, they make them like satyrs with their uh, front hooves are by their stomach and then when they mature then they become like horses and I find that fascinating it's actually a really cool design but I just I don't know it's just me being a curmudgeonly old man I guess I'm not an old man I'm a young man still even though according to certain films apparently I'm in the fall of my life but that's neither here nor there uh, like I said if you disagree with me email me zanspark.com uh Sparkin at gmail.com, all those other websites, everything's in the show notes. So let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only. The Manga! 
Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, exceptional substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga to each of the slots. So I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's corresponding to that number is the one I review in the next episode. And like I said, we've got some great titles on here. We've got, um, besides that time I got reincarnated as a slime, which I still haven't caught up yet, we have a couple other really cool series, including Comey Can't Communicate. We've got I Married My Best Friend to Ship My Parents Up, because I want to see how this one is. Uh, Noragami Stray Gods. I've got uh, Plus Sized Elves, which a lot of people have been emailing me to review. And a couple other ones. So let's spin and see what I'm going to review the next episode. Oh, before I spin, remember... Uh, Check out the random question of the day, and the random question for this episode is going to be, if there was a creature you would ride, what would you ride? It could be anything possible. Whatever you think it is, you could ride it. Me, personally, what would I ride? Motorcycle. Easy and simple. Not a creature, but it's pretty awesome. So let's spin here and review the next episode of the Spire Command Review. Number seven. Oh, so in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga about massages and different fantasy creatures. Versus Akai. That's kind of different, I guess. Well, so in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing Plus Sized Elf. Yep, Plus Sized Elf. This Izakai thing is really getting tiresome, but maybe this one will be good. We'll wait and see. Uh,. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I hope to catch you guys next time. Stay tuned for the review for Anime Next. And I guess that's it for this episode. This is your host, Zan. Read more manga. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time.